Hello, Tom here. As promised, this is the second of two episodes uh, I've put together from recordings porn I did last year during the lockdown. Um, again, I won't go over it in detail, but it's it's stuff we recorded and I didn't get around to editing for whatever reason. Uh, I'm doing it now before we put out new stuff. We've got a couple of new episodes recorded and ready to go, so we should start getting some more regular stuff out very soon. Um, so look forward to that. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with some feedback or questions or anything like that, we're on Twitter at CatchUpPod. Uh, that's with two Ps. Or if you want to watch some mediocre gameplay, um, I am on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash play and catch up. Um, on with the games talk. Speak to you soon. have you been playing yes i think you might know this so i've been playing ring fit adventure <laughs> amazing amazing okay i was supposed to start that this weekend and i i shirked my responsibility uh, oh right okay I, we bought it for my boy at christmas and he played it a little bit on and off and it looked really good and i've been saying for ages i need to to give it a proper go and I haven't, I just haven't got around to it. And I, I, like I said, I was planning to do it this weekend because it would be a really good thing for me to start doing. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be really, really interested to hear how you're getting on with it. Okay. Okay. Right. So, um, just just to give some just a, some background on things as well, and again, give some of my life background and stuff. So I am not a massive uh, gym guy or anything like mm. that you know uh, I don't you know work out properly I never have done never interested me um, if you looked at me you would know that I'm quite quite skinny and tall so you know uh, yeah I'm not gonna beat anybody in a fight very easily you know um, that's not something I'm really interested in but one thing when I was sort of and, and I always sort of react to things and stuff so in my early 30s I remember very distinctly uh, I was getting the bus always to work and one morning I ran for the bus around the corner because it came and because where the bus stop is it's just literally like round the top of my road you know it's like two minute like less than a minute around the corner so if I see a bus go by I've got a good chance of getting it if Mm. somebody's getting on right and I saw it I was like right I'm going to run for the bus as I've always done for stuff and I ran for the bus and I got on the bus and I was knackered. And I spent the entirety of the half an hour getting to town with my head over the front of the thing in front of me, <laughs> breathing deeply, thinking yeah. I was going to have heart palpitations. I was like, this is not good, right? So I think from then onwards, I did a lot more running in general. I got into running. I was like, right, I'm going to start running. And I did properly. I mean, I could barely run around the park. And then I built up and I got up to 10K and I was doing 10K sort of events stuff like that and then really at my height in my mid-30s I was really on top of stuff so I was running I was swimming and I did a triathlon I was like right this is it and then since then I've done less and less stuff and in this year I mean maybe two years ago I was still running quite frequently but since then this year I've been it's been really difficult I've tried you know I've done bits and bobs but I've never got up to that 10K. In this. I have a couple of times, but it's not been routine, right? It's not something that I've enjoyed in the same way. Swimming, still doing that a bit more. But now, in lockdown, can't go swimming. Bit of a problem. So, you know, I, 
I think one of my friends said to me once, you know, uh, you know, uh, like running and swimming, you know, they're your summer sports and like video games, they're your winter sports, right? And I, I've kind of always had that in my life and to a certain degree because, you know, when it gets cold, you don't want to do it anymore. But since lockdown, a bit more time, you know, trying to eat healthily, having a bit of routine. Routine's been really important to me. So I thought going to start running a bit more frequently. Got up to doing 10K, brilliant. But I'm just finding like, I don't want to run every day. You know, I want to do something else. So I was like, let's get ring fit. Had to do the whole, you know, finding a copy, mm. getting hold of a copy, really hard at the moment. Um, managed to get one at a decent, normal price, not over, sort of overpriced. And I'll be honest, like, the, the fitness games have never appealed to me. We Fit never appealed. Um, any of the boxing type stuff has never appealed. Um, Connect Sports. Because I felt that they were all going to be a bit too, I don't know, just pointless, I suppose, mm. if that makes sense. I don't want to invest my time in something that is not going to be beneficial or it's just going to. I don't want a, place, a placebo effect, right? I don't want to just do something to make myself feel better. I want it to be demonstrably better for me mm. right um and ring fit did appeal from when i first saw it but because it's nintendo and stuff i, I just i always think oh gimmicks and stuff i just think oh do i really want to do it but I, at some level i thought i bet this is better and the biggest thing as well was it's an rpg and i was like oh god i love rpgs don't i and like <laughs> mixing that with fitness would actually work for me and it's been really good. I mean, it's it's been so it's been so good. Um, I I think it's it's interesting. There are problems, but not massive ones. Will Will I keep playing this? Yes, yes. I mean, I will play this for for quite some time. I've wanted something. I I, mean, I would never do a, I would never do home fitness. I would never do something on YouTube or do press ups. Or I can't. I don't. That sort of fitness has never appealed to me. The idea, because I just get in my head the feeling of I'm just counting. I'm not doing something. Run, I'm doing something. I'm going to somewhere. I'm getting some fresh air. I'm seeing something. But in a, stood in one spot and not seeing the world change, you know, really, I just, I can't, I would, I'm, I would know what would happen. If I got some weights, I'd go one, two. I was like, well, why, why, do, why do I need to do the rest of it? <laughs> I'd just give up, right? I would. Yeah. But with this... There's a reason for doing it, so it works. So, I mean, um, just to give some background of the game, you get this ring creature guy, you free him from his cage. There's a bad guy that's been almost genie the lamp sort of thing. I think he's been stuck inside the ring, bit weird. Uh, he's the big boss thing, and he's like big buff guy, and he flies off, and it's like, right, you best go and like chase him down. So you do the first weld. There's a lot of sort of running on the spot. You don't have to run on the spot. There's like a quiet mode where you can like bend your legs instead. Mm. But the running on the levels, so the levels are kind of almost like where you explore the world. And I would describe it a bit like um, a two, uh, an endless runner sort of thing. Whereas, yeah. in, 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 but instead of it auto running, you are physically running to make progress in the world. Um along the path and it reminds me of like pandemonium or something like that where it's like 2.5d and there's stuff in the background you interact with so it's a bit of a platformer sort of thing and you can do jumps by 
point the ring downwards and you can do like longer jumps and kind of drift and collect the coins that are out there you can like suck up the coins by pulling it out wide the ring um, and you can kind of destroy boxes like Crash Bandicoot style sort of boxes crates uh, by pushing it in and sort of pointing it around the screen and then at various points along the path there'll be an enemy and you'll see them way before you get there uh, and then you enter a typical Japanese RPG turn-based battle. So, <laughs> at this point, you have maybe four or five different um, moves at the bottom of the screen. So, one of them might be um, overhead press, where you have to put your arms above your head and squeeze the ring in, in and out. Or it might be squats, so squatting your sort of knees down. Or it might be um, there's some like yoga poses and things like that in there as mm. well, which is more like where you sort of gradually moving things and stretching your arms and stretching the ring in different places. So you choose which move you're going to do, and then that does attack to the enemy. Uh, and I'll get into some of the particulars of that in a bit. And then after that. You have to defend yourself, so because um, they're going to attack. So when you defend yourself, you get the ring and you squeeze it against your stomach, and you're meant to breathe outwards so you can feel the pressure on your stomach, and you've got to squeeze it while the attack's going on. That's your defense. But if you don't defend, you'll lose a lot of hearts. But even if you do defend, you'll still lose some hearts. Um, the attacks are all different, like the color coded, like red, purple, green, blue, yellow, something like that, and they're all kind of based on different things. So the red ones are the ones I know the best. Red are always the arm-based attacks, basically. Um, and at the bottom, it tells you what power they do, so how, how effective they are at sort of attacking. And then also, um, it might be multiple targets, right? So it might target one enemy or it might tackle, target multiple enemies at once, and you can choose who you want to target. As you get into sort of worlds two and three, they introduce colour coding. So... Um, you get the ability, so if there's a red enemy, you want to use red attacks because they do more damage to them. So it forces you to do certain moves to a certain degree to get the most out of it. Yeah. You also get these smoothies that you make as items and you grab items through the world, and those can also increase as buffs, basically. So you could buff up your reds and then do the red move on a red enemy. That would be the most effective way of doing stuff. But... And this is the this is the this is the amazing part of this. When you do your moves, it's pretty it's pretty good at measuring that you're doing it right. And a good example would be the squats, right? Because so the ring the the things it's got to measure, you've got the ring, which is like a Pilates ring that you can pull in and out. So that's quite easy to know if you're pulling or pushing. And then the other thing you've got is a leg strap on mm. your left leg, which is the Joy-Con in, and that then knows the orientation of the Joy-Con. So to do squats, for example, that will see your ring moving downwards, so it'll know that whereabouts, whereabouts, you know, it'll know that motion. And then it'll also know your leg. So what it's looking for, ideally, is a horizontal on the leg because then you've done a full squat, right? Mm. Yeah. When you do your moves in the game, and it does this throughout the game, when you're doing really well on the moves and this is on the running as well, your hair will light up like fire. But when you're doing it to the best, the, the bit of the body that that is is affecting the move will light up and go on fire as well. And then if you okay. complete the move, it'll do a great hit instead of a good hit or an average hit. So to get the most damage, you need to be doing great moves every single time, i.e. Mm. perfect squats and not half-ass squats. <laughs> 
So, genuinely, so what happens with the squats, and I've chosen squats on purpose, on the squats, as you squat down, your bum starts to light on fire. And so if your bum is fully on fire, you've done a perfect squat and you've done maximum damage. And at the moment, I live for seeing my avatar's bum lighting on fire. <laughs> There's a sentence I never thought I'd hear you say. It is a top, top gaming moment. Genuinely a top <laughs> gaming moment. And it's just really clever how it does it. So yeah, in terms of reps, in terms of what it does, you know, it gives you a bar so you can see you've got 10 of these to do right. And the the, the, the the character gives you encouragement. And if you're doing it slightly wrong, it'll go, you need to bend a bit lower. You know, it tells you little bits and bobs and kind of guides you. But then as you're doing it, as like a hold meter that pulls up. So you, you need to get into position and then hold it for like a second. And it, but it's just the feedback, you know, the, the, the Joy-Con rumble so you can feel it. You get the the rising sound of, you know, and then, and then when you do it, you get like a visual representation. So on the squat one, it's like a big foot or something coming down to bash the enemy down. So it kind of, it kind of scrunches up and then does the attack. And you just get this massive great feedback loop and you just go wow like this is just this is just mental like how good this is in terms of giving you positive feedback yeah um and in terms of in terms of how in terms of how it structures those it quite often it will do so 10 maybe it might be and six of them will be quite long holds and then after that it'll be quicker shorter holds which will be in green um and that's generally how it works um there's a lot of content it looks like um i was reading if you play for half an hour a day this game would last you six months to wow. get through everything wow okay so um plenty in there i'm i've i've put the level up quite high because i, I as i went back to at the start you know i wanted something that's going to push me right so that was a, one of my big worries was actually is this going to be enough of a workout for me yeah I think it's never going to replace me doing running or swimming because they're pure cardio things that really get my heart rate going. And this doesn't get my heart rate going to the same level. Um, it's got really nice... It uses the infrared on the red Joy-Con where you can put your finger over and it measures your heartbeat. So it's really mm-hmm. nice that you can do that in between stuff. It's It's not gone like as high as it would do for running. So I I would think for me personally, I might struggle to really push on that. But to be honest, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for something to supplement what I'm already doing and doing something that I can do in my own home. And like the thing that's been really interesting, so I've played um, seven days total now um, over a week and a bit. yeah, over, over yeah, over a week and a bit. So not every day, but not not every, but approximately every other day, approximately. Um, generally about half an hour every time, um, but in reality it's longer than that because again, one of the really clever things the game does is if you're not moving, it doesn't count the time in the bottom corner. Right. Okay. So yeah. it knows how much exercise time you've done, which is really nice. Before you choose a level, it gives you an, an idea as well of how long that that level's going to take, so it might be like 18 minutes. So the other day, I did one, and I was up to 20 minutes of exercise time, and then it said the next level's 20 minutes. I was like, well, I'm not that tired, so let's do it, right? Mm. And it ended up being 40 minutes. So again, you can judge, like, maybe how long you want to go. The game's really good at kind of prompting you to say, you know, do you want to stop there? Have you had enough? 
Um, it prompts you to take sips of water in between activities. The stretching before and after is really good. It's like it gives you experience points for doing the stretching, so it's worthwhile from a game point of view to do mm. it. So every single time I've done that, it's just a very nice feedback loop. And at some level, it's kind of not surprising it's working for me because it's just numbers and RPGs and getting through a world and stuff. <laughs> So, how do the uh, the kind of wider RPG elements work within the game? Then, in terms of the experience points, what what is the benefit of leveling up? Okay, so um, at the start of the game, you have only maybe five or six different moves in your arsenal, uh, and then every sort of maybe two or three levels in terms of level ups, both your attack and defense stats go up. So, in terms of maybe your hearts in the bottom corner. For, for so how long you can last in a in a bout, mm. uh, but also the amount of that you'd lose for the defense, um, and then in terms of the moves, you have to choose your. I think it's either five or six moves. You have to choose them on like a roulette, you know, before you go into the level. Yeah. But the level might give you a prompt and say there's mo- mostly sort of red enemies in this area, right? So you might choose three red activities and. three green ones for example's sake right Uh, and then you've got some variation Um, you can't just do the same activity twice in a row as well so Mm. you have to kind of I think they're on cooldowns for two goes so you have to at least do two other moves before doing that same move again if that makes sense Um, early on it feels a bit more repetitive because you've got such a limited set Um, I think it would be nice if you could choose all the moves at any one time, but I get why they haven't done that. They want you to kind of, um, I suppose, feel things out for yourself and and maybe kind of style it to maybe what you want for that session to a certain degree. You know, I I mean, yesterday when I did it, I did pretty much all arm moves. um, So the cool down was all about sort of resting my, stretching my arms afterwards, which was quite nice. And But to be honest, I wanted that. I... I'd been for a run the previous day that was quite long, and I was like, well, actually, it'd be quite nice just to do some arm moves. Um, I'm finding the moves, some of them easy, some of them ridiculously tough. <laughs> I mean, overhead press absolutely just destroys me, I'll be yeah. honest. Um, <laughs> I'm playing at quite a high level, so the amount of moves that I... So that's also what's interesting. So when it first started, I said put it as intense, and it put me at quite a high level. Um, but it still didn't feel like hard enough so i increased it but what all that does is increase the number of moves you do right. so the first time i did that and i saw the boxes for all the moves i had to do it was up to like 30 i was like flipping out <laughs> but then after a couple of days you you kind of don't notice it anymore mm. and again it's really nice like the, every day it'll go was that all right last last time do you want it a bit easier this time do you want it a bit harder you know there's all these little adjustments it does that just works really well um the only thing that's a bit annoying is the announcer. He is very, very over-enthusiastic. It's the one thing that I don't like because, again, it reminds me of gym classes and things like that. I mm. have been to a gym once to do a spinning session, and it, it's always like, come on, guys, three more. Come on, two more. Come on, guys, one more. I hate that because it's like you're making it really obvious like how close I am to finishing. Don't tell me the numbers. I don't want to know the numbers. I can see the boxes. Don't keep telling me. And the announcers really like that, you know, every single time. Uh, It reminded me of um, our conversation about Ridge Racer. You know, saying like, 
you know, you've got nitrous, use your nitrous now. It's like, it's a bit like that, you know, yeah. like every single time. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, but equally, he can be useful because, especially like I say, with with certain moves, if you're not doing it well enough, he'll kind of go, you know, you need to put, you need to do that a bit different, you know, lower your back straighter and things like that. So, at the moment, I've had to kind of leave it on, but maybe I'll change as I go. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. As I say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a week and about two weeks into it. Um, I'll let you know after a couple of months how I feel about it, but it's it's left an impression. I can tell you. Yeah, that's really encouraging. So, yeah, like I say, I, I really, I really wish I'd done it now. I, I had been planning to give this a go over the weekend, um, and just ran out of time in the end. But um, yeah, it's something I could definitely do with doing more exercise. I don't get much more exercise than a, a strenuous walk at the moment. I used to play play football a lot, but I've never I've never been unlike you i've never been a runner or anything like that um uh, and yeah i could definitely do with more more exercise let's say um so this is this is definitely something that if it would click with me then uh then i think it would be really really good and i and i do think i'm the kind of person that needs that gamification so um yeah i mean I, that's the word isn't it you've said the word i yeah. mean i mean i remember years ago thinking that gamification of stuff would improve my life immeasurably at some level shape or form and i think i think this proves it out you know i think i, I do like the things nintendo have done on this sort of front i liked pokemon go for the same reasons you know i, I was just about to exactly the the thing i was yeah, going to mention yeah. so when, when i wanted to get out and do more walking and i did it for a while and then i found myself tailing off that was a really really good way to get me out and about um it yep. gave me the motivation to go out and do something because it didn't feel like exercise it felt like i was out playing a game um so yeah i think that this is the kind it sounds like uh with the rpg elements that it could it, it could tick those boxes for me and i'm really surprised you know you're saying it's it's kind of six months worth um at, at half an hour a day that's yes. amazing it's much yeah more yeah yeah expensive. i know it's a, it's a it's a pretty long game i know how many levels there are in it and it's it's a long long game um so i don't think you know i i, I think spoilers i suppose um, for a fitness game here we go but um, <laughs> i believe it's structured a bit like um there's so many levels that's the storyline then you get a new game plus and then you get a new game plus plus right okay i think that's how it's working and right, i don't know what's right. new on the other bits but that's so what i'm saying is if you wanted to see the story out Mm. You could see the story. Um, I will say it's quite amusing at times. The dialogue is pretty funny. Um, it's not just completely dry. Um, the RPG stuff is light, I suppose. You, there are shops in the game. I didn't say that. Um, where you buy new clothes and outfits. Right, okay. And do quite they have gym, any gym. effect or is it purely cosmetic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, effect, stats, effects. Oh, nice. Um, okay. I have, I've lost battles because I haven't had enough potions and things like that. Um, yeah. which was very frustrating when I played the other day because I was doing my reps. It, it, well, interestingly, it's like it's kind of like a couple of things going on because I was doing the boss battle and the bosses have like massive energy bars, you know, flipping out. And I was doing one. I was got really close. I was like, I'm going to lose this if I don't like like perfect like the next set of moves. I've got to do them right, right? I've got to get crates on every hit, right? Yeah. Otherwise, I'm screwed. But I also looked. I thought, I can't do this. But then what I did do Again, this is where it gets a bit perverse at times with some of the game design, but I don't mind it because it makes more of a game, which is 
it seemed like doing one of the yoga moves when I looked at the stats, it was like, oh, that does more attack damage. I need to do that. And then I can definitely beat him. And so I chose that move because that was the move I had to do to beat him, not the move that I wanted to do. Um, And it was an easier move in some sense. And there's been some discussion as well around some of the moves. There's a move which like a hip swing move, which is literally like moving the ring from one side of the hips to the other quite rapidly. Pretty easy move to do. Completely OP, right? (laughs) It's It's one of the best moves in the game so far for me. Uh, it, it attacks like three or four enemies at once and like it does a ton of damage and it's really easy to do but at the moment because of where i am i'm like i'm not putting that into my arsenal but you know you could do that right and you could make things but at a certain point i might do that but you know i suppose that's what's interesting is that when it first started off it felt very much like a fitness thing that happens to have a game attached but the more I've played it, it's flipped and it feels more like a game that happens to have fitness mm-hmm. attached. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, like I say, it's it's going to be interesting. I will definitely be keeping it up. Um, I think it's good for all ages and all sort of fitness levels. Um, just because I've got it set quite high doesn't mean that somebody who barely does anything can't get anything out of this because you definitely can uh, what's really nice as well and just so many nice features I, I keep saying it but it's true um, so when you set it up for the first time when you're squeezing it in it says squeeze it to the maximum strength that you can do Okay. and then that sets the max I suppose for, for that to hit maximum level yeah. so if you're not a very strong person it might not squeeze very far in but that's okay, isn't it? Because that's set for your own strength, right? Yeah, it's the same when you do a run and a jog. So for the leg thing, it says do a light jog. And then that then sets the level for jogging, right? Yeah. So yeah. you can trick the game if you wanted to make it very easy. And you could set it to mm-hmm. level one, right? <laughs> yeah. And beat the game if you're incredibly fit, right? Very easily. But that's missing the entire point of the game. Mm-hmm. Not quite. But almost, but yeah, it's kind of missing the entire point of the game. Um, so I think there's a lot of sort of, um, and there's, I suppose there's a lot of what I'm saying is there's a lot of the thing that I was most worried about was is the ceiling high enough in terms of giving a workout? And I think it is because every single one I've done, I've sweated, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt it, and I felt it, I genuinely felt it, you know, and. Uh, when I've done other runs and stuff out there, I've felt better and I'm doing better. And I just, you know, I think I've never, because I only like running and swimming, I only ever use certain muscles, right? And so this is making me use muscles I never use ever. Mm. And so it it's helpful because it's it's working out things that never normally would. So, you know, and there's certain moves that just destroy me. I mean, there's... They just introduced on my game. They just introduced planking. I don't know if you know planking. Yes. Is, yeah. But bloody hell, I cannot do that. <laughs> I had to cheat. I had to keep my knees on the ground and cheat because I was like, I cannot do full planks. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so, but maybe, maybe in a month's time, I might well, be exactly. planking like the best of them. Right. <laughs> You got a dream. You got a dream for. That's the way. Yeah. I mean, uh, the other the other thing I was going to say was, have you heard about speedrunners for Ring Fit? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm really glad I have now. <laughs> I want to check there are that pe- out. There's some there's some people who are trying to speedrun it 
but they do it on the lowest difficulty. But it's yeah. quite a long game. But it's quite dangerous to speedrun because you need to watch your calorie intake because it's not just a endurance of time. It's sure. an endurance of your body as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's some guy on Twitch who speedrun the game, which was just absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Amazing. So do you think um once you're through the story then, you you think new new game plus will, will be uh you'll be more than happy to, to go back through? I think so. Yeah. I think I I I d I don't know how I, I genuinely don't know how long it will play out. I mean, in reality, I would like another game with a ring kong. Mm. You know, that would be better for me yeah. in a lot of ways. But um you're right the fact that there is a game and progression and a story and leveling up is kind of but then you know when i play some rpgs right i will go back and hoover up everything like yeah. the the side quests i've already missed so i need to go back to previous levels and hoover up the side quests right you know yeah so there's going to be there's going to be enough game in here for me um but it does it does it does concern me a little that I might wane off it and then that would be a bit sad at some level I suppose mm-hmm. I don't know um I don't know I I'm, I'm I think you're right I think at the moment it works very nicely for me will I want to be doing it every other day in 6 months time I'm not sure I, but I can't tell you it you never know this might become my new at home routine i don't yeah. know i genuinely don't know at this point um because i've never been interested in working out at home it, like in all honesty mm. it just just doesn't appeal but this is not really that this is something like i say different so excellent i definitely need to give it a go um yes you should i mean if you have it yeah i mean uh it is the most sought after product of lockdown isn't it yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's only just clicked with me that this is what you were talking about when you sent me the cryptic message saying you've been playing the lockdown hits for the this switch the and not hits. animal crossing so no yeah. <laughs> right okay this is this is the hit of lockdown yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah. got you okay um so i guess the other thing for me with lockdown uh, is you know well with everyone during the lockdown is wanting to keep in touch with family and i was supposed to have a weekend with away with my brothers uh quite early on into the lockdown which obviously didn't go ahead uh we like to get together every few months go and do a couple of escape rooms and, and have a few drinks and just generally catch up um we haven't played anything online together um, I don't think we've ever played video games online together, actually, which is stupid because we we were all into quite heavily into games at different periods. My, my brothers are the people who introduced me to games when I was uh, when I was younger. Um, they're t- ten and twelve years older than me, respectively. Mm-hmm. So they introduced me into a lot of, to a lot of popular culture when I was younger, and uh, um, I've definitely got them to thank for for a lot of the the stuff I'm into now, including games. Um, and we were looking for a way to um, to, to keep in touch and, and play something together in the absence of being able to meet up. Um, and we were looking for something that 
well, let's be honest, they they are a bit older than me. They're looking for something that isn't too demanding in terms of uh, they quite like shooters. But we tried, for instance, um, Destiny Two, and okay. uh, I think they found that a bit too fast paced and understandably quite bewildering with all the different kind of upgrade <laughs> elements and uh i don't think they'd ever played kind of a uh, you know anything with mmo elements either so i think you know we had to they had to play two levels solo with that before you can team up and then you go to the hub area and they were having to run around and we played it we played a couple of strikes and what have you and it, it wasn't quite there we were looking for a few others we were looking for something i mean you won't be surprised to learn being my brothers that they they wanted something puzzly but also mm-hmm. something with with some combat as well, um, and I thought I was going to have to give it up as as a bad job. But in one of the recent sales, we picked up Strange Brigade, um, which is a third person shooter um, developed and published by Rebellion in August two thousand and eighteen, and it's really struck the right balance in terms of um, there is a lot of combat as third person shooter, but it's more in waves than anything. So. Um, you'll be exploring a level, and then you know you might trigger a cutscene, and you'll you'll get um, rushed by a few hordes of of enemies. Uh, and in between all of that, there is a fair bit of exploration uh, and well hidden kind of puzzle rooms with different elements. So there might be there might be one with some with three different symbols on the door, and elsewhere in the environment, somewhere nearby. Um, will be a sequence of six symbols uh, made up of those three and you have to shoot them in, in the right order but where in the first level it was all six were hidden somewhere fairly close by now that we're a few we're probably about half uh, probably probably two-thirds of the way through the game now um those will be split up and through different elements we did a level today where um we had to traverse like a proper proper full-on maze with traps and through different dead ends there were different ones of these symbols and you had to piece together which order they went in to be able to get through through a uh, a puzzle door um and it's it's been a load of fun i don't think i'd be enjoying it half as much if i was playing it on my own um because the combat is the combat's good but it's you know it's nothing out of this world um but uh it's it i should say it's set um it's, the presentation is kind of in the style of a, a 1930s serial adventure and and you are this band of misfits kind of um, grouping together you're being flown into these different areas where these kind of mythical creatures are, are taking over you're dropped in and you have to go you're like you're taking on like mummies and minotaurs and all all sorts okay. of stuff like that um but yeah that mix of um of uh, quite frenetic combat uh, kind of juxtaposed with with more quiet sections where you can really explore and, and look for things so as well as the puzzles there are um kind of collectible bits and pieces there are six cats in each level blue cats that you have to um like statues that you have to find and shoot and they're really well hidden um uh, and other bits and pieces books to pick up and what have you if you if you want to do the the whole collectible thing um there are gems in certain chests that you can upgrade your weapons so there's really light um customization stuff you can put up to four gems into your weapon and upgrade station um so the ones i've got on mine at the moment one has got armor piercing one one has a chance at freezing enemies um things like that what uh, i forget what the other ones are um but yeah it's been a really a really fun it was exactly what we were looking for like i say we, we just wanted something that had a well obviously first and foremost online co-op um, something that wasn't too fast-paced, something that had a bit of 
a bit of kind of meandering and, and puzzling in between the combat and it's it's really ticked all the boxes and I'm I'm really keen to see if I can find something similar once we once we're done with it. Um I think they're enjoying it as much as as I am and it's been a really nice way to sort of spend an hour every every other day uh, just jumping on with them and catching up. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I don't think I've played anything else by Rebellion. So they've done, they did the Zombie Army trilogy and Zombie Army Four and stuff like Rogue Trooper a while back. I yeah, think. that's and what I was thinking. So is it, is it based on because um, Rebellion on um, two thousand AD, don't they? Yes, that's right. I don't the think comics. so, but I think they, I think they produced some. Um, some comic strips to accompany it, if I'm right in saying, to kind right. of tease it and and, uh, and promote it when it first came out. Um, and is it is it quite recent? Is it? Yeah, two, 2018, August 2018, it came out. Yeah, I don't really have much knowledge of this game. If I'm it was honest. it was pretty mixed reviews, to be honest with you. I think. Um, I could see why it sounds awful, but I could see why it's been largely overlooked because I guess, like I say, we're a very certain subset of gamers who want that kind of more more plodding um, element to it. But like I say, it mixes it up really well, and and there are we've not tried it yet, but there are there's a horde mode and um, score attack modes in there and stuff. So if you want the more out and out action stuff, that there's that in there. Um, and the combat when it comes, when you know when you get boss fights and what have you, they are they are relatively tricky. Um, but but yeah, the one thing I'm a little bit confused on is um, so there are four in the base game. There are four um, characters to choose from, and as we've gone through, one of my we've all played the same character each time, and one of my brothers seems to have an ability whereby he goes past a certain type of structure and it will light up this symbol on it and uh, he and only he with that character will be able to unlock that door but none of the two other characters seem to have anything <laughs> like that and it, it unless yeah unless we're missing something really obvious it that to me logically would say each of the different characters would have some kind of special ability um but i need to look that up and see whether we're just missing something or maybe what, the, the fourth uh, yeah, character and if you i was gonna say if he's not in the party that character yeah yeah, exactly. It seems very odd. It's always for you know the collectible stuff. Um, oh right. But still, um, yeah. And and I should also say, also in these chests, you can you um, earn money as you go as well, and you can buy, you can unlock new weapons and uh, uh, upgrade um, other bits and pieces as well. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it it's relatively basic stuff, but we yeah, it's exactly what we were looking for. It was. Uh, yeah, it's really I, I know what you mean about pacing of stuff because you know I'm trying to think of stuff as well. And you're right, a lot of a lot of games where you have to shoot just are very quick. Yeah. Even the ones that you think are strategic, and mm. even something like a horde mode on a Gears of War or something, they're still very quick games, and yeah. they don't. Then it's either that or it's turn based. Almost, it feels like there's that that in between. Yeah. is missing is it do you, what do you control in this is it is it is it like tanks or some or people or what, no, no sorry yeah no, the... it's people it's people yeah yes yeah, so it's it, it's your kind of person. rip off indiana jones type character is one of them and yeah it's it's that kind of serial adventure um kind of motif okay. 
an over-the-shoulder Resident Evil 4 style or, or Gears of War style, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. Um, but wow. yeah. Okay. No, it's 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 good fun stuff, and I think I think the base game, like in the sale, it was seven ninety nine, and the the um, the kind of full on edition with a few extra levels and stuff was twelve ninety nine. And for for that price, it's been you know it's been an absolute bargain. We've had a load of fun with it already, and I think as I say, I think we're I think there's nine levels in the base game, and I think we're maybe we've maybe done five, five or six. Um, so yeah, I would I would welcome a sequel with open arms because I know I know we three would uh, would be straight on it, but I don't know that it was that well received. As I say, um, I don't know whether maybe just the stylings would just weren't for everybody. Um, it's very tongue in cheek, you know. The intro uh, the intro to every level is all very you know what ho, um, come on chaps, we're off on a <laughs> on another mission type thing. But it, it's it's quite it's done with as I say you know very clear parody and 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 done, sure. done yeah in in a fun way uh, but maybe it just didn't hit home with with people i don't know but um but yeah and and there's you know there's traps you can set off in the in the environment and stuff like you've got your basic explosive barrels that are in every game but you know things like um there'll be like orbs and if you if you hit it with a bullet it'll send a, like um a contraption out of the ground with spinning uh, spinning fan blades okay. and what have you, and, and to to right. take off zombies' heads and things. Yeah, it's um. There's oh, zombies! Going on. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, right. Uh, mummies, you said. Sorry, mummies. mummies yeah. Lo- yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those those types of yeah skeletons and it's all mythical type, yeah, yeah, type okay. of creatures and things. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. In a desert, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's uh, and the environments are really really quite intricate. Actually, I'm really impressed with it. It's um. Yeah, there's all sorts of you know like tombs and uh, and bits and pieces that you're coming across, and uh, yeah, they've, they've put a lot of attention to detail. As I say, a lot of this, a lot of the collectible stuff is really well hidden away a lot of the time. And um, I would say, you know, most of the levels you could probably blast through them in in half an hour if you were just doing the combat, twenty minutes to half an hour. But we're probably yeah. spending, you know, an hour and a half to two hours on each one, just really plodding our way through, making sure we've searched every nook and cranny and we're still not finding everything so um yeah it's like i say it's it's the only thing other than the only other one i thought they might enjoy we might all enjoy is um i don't know if you've seen there's two lara croft games that are kind of top down yeah. isometric yeah. ones with yeah. puzzle yeah uh, i think it's yeah. the curse of osiris or, or, or hold on that's a destiny thing isn't it uh <laughs> <laughs> i know which ones you mean yeah yeah i, yeah. I know exactly which ones you mean yeah but i don't um, know that my brothers were that enamored with the idea of a, of a top-down thing but maybe maybe we'll try I, that i don't I even think that, i don't think that's three player though is it i think that's your problem isn't it i think it was Ultimately. i'm sure that's up to four players so we'd have to look it up now um there was one on the Xbox 360 and, and PS3 and there's one more recently isn't yeah. there i think temple right, of a series it's called cool. yeah Okay. Yeah, four player co-op. So, right. Yeah, I think that might because that's that's definitely got a lot of um a lot of puzzle elements to it, I think, and some some combat. Oh. I think it's maybe twin stick combat potentially. Um I don't know. Right. But yeah. How 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 does this game slow down or does it not? How does like the gunplay? Like is it is it class based, I suppose is it? Is it big heavy sort of like um Gatling gun type things? What 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 do you know what I mean? Because uh, I can think of lots of shooters that are co-op, but like I say, either a lot of them have maybe a lot of jumping or 
um, just fast-paced environments or running with click stick and things like that it, does it forgo all of that sort of stuff and make it more grounded i suppose is no it's it, so it's um when when the combat generally if, you, if you're kind of clearing out a corridor or something you you it's it's perfectly manageable just walking through and what have you and and taking a few out and you've got melee moves you can do as well and, and what have you but there will be good four or five times per level where you're just completely surrounded by hundreds of them and you are right. you are having okay. to, so it is frenetic in in places and you're having to um kind of uh roll out of the way and you know uh, you've also got this amulet attack you can do which is essentially you know a special move um a magical special move that will might um freeze people or it might repel them um so you can use that right. you charge that up by whenever you kill um an enemy it drops like this uh essentially like a soul uh, if you hold in the right stick uh, not the right stick, sorry, R2, um, once you've killed it, that will suck those souls into you. So there's a bit of friendly competition in terms of um, who can get those and fill up their amulet in, in time. Um, and then there's... there's um, well, uh, Where was I going with that? Yeah, so sorry. So if you're surrounded, you're having to... There is a bit of tactical work to it in terms of, okay, well, I'm going to fire off my amulet now. That will deliver a load yes, of souls. Sure. If you pick those up, yeah. you'll be able to fire your, yours yeah. off. There's limited like health potions dotted around and, and kind of ammo upgrades, uh, right. ammo stations and what have you. So what we're tending to do is, obviously, we've played a few levels now. We're scoping out. We're like, okay, well, we can tell this is going to be in it. There's traps here, there, and there. We can tell we're about to get ambushed once we you know, sure. do the next so bit. So you're getting your positions. Yeah, you're scoping, scoping out the environment, saying, right. okay, well, if I retreat back here, I'll try and lure them over here. You hit that trap. Um, so that there is a fair bit of that. But, yes, it, it quite often descends after the first 30 seconds into, oh, shit, we're completely surrounded and we've hardly got any health left, and you're just kind of having to roll out of the way fire off a grenade and, and run to, to somewhere uh, and safe and and as the, the the guy in the group who's probably played more games than uh, the, the other two combined i'm guessing <laughs> yes yeah are you are you are you doing the heavy lifting and uh keeping the show on the road to be fair, is, that, is that your I think role it's quite equal there is definitely as well as um kind of collecting those souls for the special move there is a lot of rivalry in terms of opening chests, and uh, so although <laughs> although we will happily work through puzzles together because that's the bit we definitely enjoy oh, the most. Oh, um, oh, there is a, a lot of um, oh oh hang on a minute, like we've just opened a puzzle door. Oh hang on a minute, I think we've missed something back here, and, and the other two will go with you, and then one of them will dart back to the room we've just opened and nick all the stuff, and we've fallen for it a few times. Um, so there's a lot of that type of stuff of, of trying to nick all the all the nice. best gear um that's cool so that's that's enjoyable um <laughs> as long as i'm not too far down the pecking order um so yeah yeah there's uh there's been a lot to enjoy about this game uh and yeah it, it's going to be a shame when it comes to an end because uh i don't know that there's a huge huge amount out there that that's of a similar vein really there, i mean there isn't you're absolutely right i mean um yeah it's i think it's difficult and difficult to find something that works it works in coat like i say that's not too frenetic it sounds a little bit like um left for dead i suppose to a certain degree but probably not no, nowhere near as difficult because that was just ridiculous at times yeah i only ever played um, that a few times but i know they definitely cited left for dead as an inspiration for this oh did they yeah oh right okay. yeah 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 i can definitely that's the sort of vibe that i'm getting from some of what you're saying and uh, again, like Rebellion, British Company, sounds not so Americanized in some way. I don't know. I, I do like the idea of 
Um, it sounds like it sounds like a classic double A game, if you know what I mean. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's yes. not it's, it's not going to be a big hit. Uh, no one's going to. But actually, you know, it will find a niche potentially, and people people will talk about these. The, the people that find these games will talk about it, and I think that's always quite interesting. I do like Egyptian type stuff mm. as well. Mm. Other stuff that I played, I liked Exhumed over the years. That's an F, and I like um, Serious Sam as well, yeah. and that sort of thing. That's got lots of that, but. They're very different games, obviously, but I do, I do find that setting is not really overutilized in games mm. very often. I mean, I suppose Tomb Raider, like you say, is probably another one that's that's got an Egyptian setting, but generally speaking, it's not not overly done. Um, so, no, that sounds really interesting. Um, I don't think I'll be playing it because my brother's not into games at all. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I d- I don't think oh, my fam- my family are into games, but um, but but in different ways. Yeah. Um, but yes, um, I don't think I don't think that would ever happen uh, in terms of in terms of uh, co-op thing. I think board games would happen. Um, mm. And I'm guess is that what you, did you say? That's what you normally do with your brothers in when you meet up and stuff. It's then? normally escape rooms. Just, oh, escape rooms. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. There's, I, I, when you said that, I did think I wonder, I wonder. I wonder if there's some like virtual one you're doing because I did see there's. Um, I think the room room the room VR came out. I don't know if you saw that. Ah no, I remember uh, reading about that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But uh, that's definitely not co-op. So um, yeah. Yeah. Um, if that's something you, that you're pining for as somebody who likes to do escape rooms, then uh, maybe that's something to check out. But um, yeah, no, that sounds really interesting. Um, I, I don't know if I would play it. Mm. I mean, from your description, it doesn't sound like it's a particularly good single player game. Um, well, to be fair, I've not, I've not tried it in single player. I, I just, I think, I think why I'm enjoying it so much is because I'm getting it to play with my play with my uh, brothers. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, excellent. Um, just one last game I want to talk about very briefly. Not very, not very long. Because I haven't finished this, but I've been playing this for a very long time. And, um, yeah, um, since October. Um, and that is uh, Valhalla Cyberpunk Bartender ah, Action. Okay. Do you know, you know, you know what this game is, I know is, of it, you? yeah. Well, you've heard of it. So this is a game I play in a very particular way, hence why I'm mentioning it. You might be able to figure out the very particular way I play this game. Uh, so this is a bar simulation game. I played this at EGX years ago, a demo, maybe 2014, something like that. And it was one of the few games that I played there where I got enveloped and felt the whole world disappear when I played it. I The, the writing was so particular and well-realized and well-observed. And it spoke to a very particular thing that I like a lot, which is um, dystopian future, Mm. uh, Blade Runner-esque sort of uh, backdrops and cities and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, I I really like Snatcher. It's fun. You know, that's always spoke to me as a game. And um, I like that sort of setting. And this kind of evoked a lot of that. Um, So this is a game where you play as a character called Jill, uh, in some future dystopia in a bar 
and you um there's a routine that happens in the game which is quite nice um the game doesn't set itself up in a lot of story it kind of just happens you go and start work um it's quite quite nice that you you kind of it doesn't it doesn't build a lot of backstory it basically just says you know you're working in this bar and and there's you know um living standards are falling and there's all of these oligarchs and blah 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 and you know life shit for people etc but people get away from stuff and have a drink at a bar um and so you play as jill she is uh the bartender there um and uh you, every every sort of shift you put shifts in uh people come up to the bar they order drinks uh, and then you go for your break at lunch and then you come back and you do a second half of the day and then you go back to your flat and that's basically the loop as it were but there's some really nice things that happen like you um you you start every shift by setting the jukebox so the game has a bunch of um music that you can pick and it just plays them in a random order which is surprisingly um therapeutic and interesting and and i will come back to the music in a bit because the music is phenomenal in this game uh in terms of creating melancholy and that um aesthetic of um synth wave and synth pop stuff is just really really good at just setting you in the scene of being in a bar um so people come up to the bar you make them drinks and the drinks are made in a very simple sort of interface um there's sort of six or so uh different ingredients that you can put into it they've all got like um chemically t- sort of type names the the one that's most important i've written it down is carmatrine tr- which is the that's the alcohol bit of it mm. so all the other ones are other flavors and stuff so what you do is they'll come in and they'll say can i have a brantini so you go to your little menu book and it says it's four parts of this, two parts of this, one part of this, on the rocks, mixed, right? So you click all the things, you drag in how many bits you want, and then you make the drink. Um, if you cock it up, you get less tips at the end of the night, that sort of thing. Um, and then sometimes they might say, not specifically a drink, they might say, I want something that's sweet or sour or classy or something. And then in the in the drinks menu, there's bits which say these are the classy drinks, these are the other drinks. Or sometimes they'll give you a description of something and then you've got to try and find something that you think matches it given the words that describe the drink. Yeah. Or they might say, "Get me the, give me my regular, please. So you need to have a bit of an understanding of, okay, that's that character I saw two nights ago and this is what they always order, right? Um, but it's those interactions with those characters that are really great and build up this world there's a really slow story that's sort of developing um the game starts early december i'm currently late december in the game i play maybe once one shift ish maybe half an hour to an hour but the big thing is is that i drink while playing this game (laughs) Um, i get my bottle of whiskey and i drink as they drink (laughs) <laughs> and that is how I play this game. I, it's been my thing for quite some time. Uh, it's really nice to switch off. Uh, I sit in bed with my Vita, have a drink of whiskey, and uh, serve some drinks to these people in this imaginary world. Um, but yes, it um, it's very very well put together. Um, I've you know 
we play quite a lot of sort of visual novel style and novel based games yeah. but um this sort of stuff is increasingly more and more appealing to me um but it's just got heaps of nostalgia throughout and um just just feels really well developed as a game there are really interesting story twists that are happening now as the characters develop and you you learn relationships and they build trust in you um and um yeah it just feels very very cozy indeed that sounds sounds excellent yeah this has been on my radar for a while ever since you know we spoke a, a while ago now about me kind of discovering visual novels if you like um and yeah this is one that's definitely looked interesting uh and yeah i think i'm gonna need to pick it up for sure it's it's available on ps4 as well now isn't it but you would i take it you would yeah, recommend yeah. vita the way to go um i don't i don't um it's on switch as well now as well ah, okay. so i mean i would say a handheld yeah. format works really nice just because you can properly relax then i mean i don't know if i would recommend uh drinking while playing <laughs> games um uh one of one of the downsides is is that sometimes i have um fallen asleep and i like to replay chapters because uh, i've got to the end and i can't remember what happened in that chapter <laughs> right so um yes yeah. <laughs> that, that has happened um, but equally that has also happened because I'm playing the game I've been playing the game quite slowly yeah. and I think what's nice is that the game I suppose it does expect you to remember the characters but there's enough of the conversation that feels slightly different every time that doesn't make it too important I suppose it don't, I don't feel like I've had to rush it to keep on top of the story if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, it's been okay to slow drip. I think I should be playing it probably a little bit faster, but it's okay. It does what it needs to do. Um, there are a couple of other mechanics as well. I mean, in between sort of uh, in between the days, you go back to your little sort of flat, which is like you know, it looks like Tokyo basically, in you know, a big tower and stuff. And um, you can go to like the shop and buy tat for your room to make yourself feel better you live with your cat and it's like that's the thing that makes you happy and then you have a little mobile phone interface which is quite nice um with the touch screen where you can kind of click on stuff and there's one that's almost like um 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 old style bulletin boards do you know in terms of reading yes. stuff and things yeah. and it's all this made up sort of cyber stuff around white knights who are like this you know um this this sort of police thing and this so you get a slow drip of story through that and then there's this virtual idol which is very much like Hatsune Miku right and she blogs about stuff and things and there's all this stuff about people messing around with um, camouflage technology and there's all these little bits and bobs and, and riots happening and stuff so there's a bit of outside world stuff and then obviously your characters in the game kind of reflect some of that as well to a certain degree you know you're not in some posh area you're in quite a downtrodden sort of area yeah. you get quite a mixture of characters uh, and interesting um people um i would say you know the art style is really nice um it's not japanese but it almost looks in sort of that vein it doesn't i think sometimes it can uh, when you get these indie games they can look not great i would say and maybe a bit cheap but this nails nails so much um yeah i mean i i I really really enjoy it um and i will be very very sad when i finish this game yeah that's uh i'm definitely gonna have to uh to pick it up i think and uh and see how i get on with it but yeah it sounds excellent Uh, it sounds right up my street for sure uh okay um i've 
just to to finish off from from my side um i won't go on about it for too much too long because we spoke about the previous game in the series at uh, quite a bit of depth recently but i've been continuing my journey through the uh, the assassin's creed franchise um <laughs> I've played uh, Assassin's Creed 4 is the Which, main one I was going to just touch on, but also uh, oh, right. Liberation, uh, which is the Vita game that, that kind of uh, came out in between 3 and 4. Um, I'll, I'll come on to that one in a minute. but um, So yeah, Assassin's Creed 4, uh, obviously developed and published by, by Ubisoft, uh, released in October 2013. And it was a cross-generational title so it was, it was released uh right at the beginning of the the kind of ps4 and xbox one um launch uh and obviously on on ps3 xbox 360 and the, the previous generation consoles as well and given that it, it looks really good so i was really really pleased with how it looks and i think given where it's set you know it's set um in the caribbean uh in the 18th century kind of golden age of piracy as it was it was kind of known and after quite, uh, uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed Assassin's Creed Three to an extent, despite some of the, the big problems I, it did have in terms of the mm. bugs and, and other other bits and pieces. But um, yeah, the, this one, I think the kind of more um, enjoyable environment and atmosphere did play a part, and definitely the the increased uh, naval exploration and combat was was a massive massive game changer for this for me and uh um yeah i don't i don't want to talk about it for too long because i'm planning on as we discussed last time planning on playing quite a few of these games so i'm not going to get too bogged down in some of these older ones but um just to say that yeah i've played through it similar to three i've did all of the side stuff as well and i'm still showing no no real signs of of letting up um there's definitely something about this series that keeps me coming back the the, the lead character this time round was was uh really fun uh it's tired again this is an old game but just in, in terms of spoilers i won't go into too much detail in terms of how it ties into the previous game but it ties in really nicely to three in that respect with the lead character and, and some of the characters in the previous game um there's still problems with, problems with it in terms of too many um kind of tailing missions where you're having to be stealthy and uh and, and follow people without being recognized uh which were tedious definitely but as i say it was the naval stuff that was was fantastic i really enjoyed that stuff in in assassin's creed 3 and it was really expanded here and it's just lots of fun just being out on the sea and upgrading the ship and uh and taking out bigger and bigger um enemies on the waters um was a lot of fun boarding ships and you know and taking them over um mm. that definitely added a, a huge amount to it um quite fun um modern day bits i know a lot of people who play these games can't stand the modern day bits but i think i spoke last time i really like i i love the ludicrousness of that modern day stuff in it <laughs> and they really go over the top here so the, in assassin's creed 4 you play a, a new employee at Abstergo Entertainment. So Abstergo have been, yes. have been the company. Yes, yeah. we, we talked about this, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. I'm sure we talked about this. I think this. we did. I think we did. And uh, is it is it a riff on Ubisoft or yes, not? Yes, very much so. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and to the extent that I think there are, if you read a lot of the, you know, as I say, I go around and do all the extra bits, and the, you, you can hack computers uh, eventually in, in four you go around and, and uh read like emails and what have you and i i 
reckon there's definitely some kind of not so thinly veiled digs at management and what have you in there <laughs> and uh stuff about where you know um connor the main character in three was uh, there was a bit of backlash a lot of people felt oh. he was dull and boring um i actually right. quite enjoyed uh playing as him but um there was definitely it definitely wasn't popular in terms of the the uh the the main characters in the series so far and there's a lot of stuff around that about management types pitching in saying yeah this guy is not not so interesting we need to look for someone else and it, it's really really well done um i loved cool. i loved the stupid nature of that it was it's fantastic cool uh uh yeah i i i kind of thought you'd be playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, because because it is a, a very easy game just to pick up, play, enjoy, and yeah. escape into, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I'm kind of not surprised you've kept on your journey. Um, uh, no kind words for liberation, I'm guessing. Or is that? Do you know what? It was that... a lot better than I was expecting it to be, and and, and quite interesting. And right. so you you play a character called Aveline in this, and um, the, for the first time in the series, you kind of change. Um, personas. So you've got three different costumes you can go and um, change into. Um, one is kind of like a slave persona, and um, you can do free running with that character, um, and it's less conspicuous than the out and out assassin persona. Um, um, but the combat is, you know, their their ability in combat isn't so good. But you can get into certain areas and what have you. Yeah. And then there's a kind of um, more high society lady type persona that you can can use where you can't do any combat or um not not hand-to-hand combat and you can't do any of the free running or parkour but you can do some of the stealth and do some ranged attacks um and they do some interesting stuff with that um it was lumped in with the uh, assassin's creed 3 remaster on the same disc or download as that um and they've done a good job with the remaster of this. It, you know, it's, it looks it looks perfectly good um, considering it's you know it's an old Vita game. Uh, I was playing on it on yeah. PS4 at this point, um, and yeah, it's the same formula, but they do use those different personas to mix things up a little bit. Um, it that said, that is frustrating um, at times uh, because you can only you can only swap those if you go to certain. Um, like stores, you have to unlock stores throughout the different um, cities, and you have to be within the vicinity of one of those to be able to swap between. I'd like, I'd like to right, see a kind of more elegant solution for that, maybe. Um, yeah, and I'm guessing you can only do certain things and certain missions yes. and things like that, depending on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But no, it was uh, they, there was enough going on there to to keep my interest, as I say, and um, it was it was enough of a departure from the main. Um, the main thrust of the of the mainline games um, to to hold my interest, but yeah, it's not certainly not one I would say you've got to rush out and play um, by any stretch. And 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 Black Flag, where do you place that compared with the others? So it's it's right up there for me. Um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was my favourite before playing that, um, which was kind of the second in the series of Assassin's Creed Two games, if yeah. you like. Yeah. Um, which I enjoyed because I can't, believe, of... can't believe we have to we have to say that. <laughs> yeah, as, I know. Just as a series of Assassin's Creed two games, <laughs> yeah, a ludicrous kind of uh, <laughs> zigzag through this this uh, franchise. But yeah, um, that for me was the most enjoyable until four. I think four might be my favourite so far because it, you know the, it was starting to get a little bit tired in terms of that you know the same thing over and over again. Um, 
and I'm I'm quite excited now to get to Unity, which was the first kind of proper um, PS4, Xbox One era game. Yep. Uh, much maligned at the time, I'm really interested to kind of getting to see whether that was justified or whether it was bugs that have now been ironed out or, or what. Because I know in the lead up to that, they would they talked a lot about how they were completely reinventing the game, um, and I wonder quite how far they went with it i don't know i'm, I'm not really sure and of course they've done the same again with with um origins and odyssey so i definitely plan to play through the whole series um as we uh as we Hello, discussed you said yep <laughs> the assassin's creed train rolls on no stopping that train for you <laughs> exactly, isn't it yeah yeah but there you go um yeah well, not much more to um, say about it yeah well yeah no no i know um yeah they are very similar games aren't they um but um yeah i I think i said to you before um black flags on my backlog um i would quite like to play it so i will do at some point uh, probably but i will be liberally skipping other games along the way (laughs) entirely different approach yeah no in all seriousness i was surprised at you saying you'd enjoyed three as much as you had um i would yeah definitely definitely get to four at some point when you when you fancy i mean you know what you're getting largely because there was there was some naval stuff in three um yeah yeah. they definitely expand on that it's it's um improved on um but yeah, I mean, the rest of the game is is as you would expect, but just in a in a, a more fun setting for me as well. Is there um, a lot of sort of exploring islands and stuff like that? Yeah, like... but um, there's loads of islands to uncover and explore, but the vast majority of them are tiny little islands where you might have one chest or one collectible, oh, so right. you may not be that bothered about. But then there's lots of other... Okay slightly larger ones with with other bits and pieces to do some of which you'll need to do for the for the main story lots of others that you won't um need to unless you want to explore and then there are things like um there's four legendary ships in each corner of the map once you fully open it out which i left to the end to, to take okay. on okay. um yeah, which yeah, okay. were, were good fun to, to, to battle yeah but you yeah. needed to that's the kind of thing where you need to have done a few side missions to um to level up your ship so you you know you can when, when you take out other ships on the water they've got resources that you can plunder uh and you put that into into upgrading your ship so that that was really really fun and i enjoyed kind of right at the end taking on those four kind of boss battles essentially in the on the water that was a lot of fun um but yeah yeah definitely give it a go at some point cool good good stuff well, that's it for now then. Um, and I haven't got an outro prepared, so I'm going to record it later, I think. Because <laughs> I always fluff it up. <laughs> oh, you could just leave this. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. Good, All good right. to talk to you. All. See you next time, everyone. See ya. Bye-bye.